to your new hours yet no 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 work i'm very used to those hours at this point oh yeah. okay all right fair enough no i've just had a very very packed day ah yes i did see your tweet about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i did how did your D D prep go uh still going but nearly nearly done um excellent excellent i have my laptop hooked up to my tv to display maps I, cool. I went Very out cool. and bought like a fold-out camping table that we could put in my office. Uh, it's like two meters long for us all to sit okay. out around and play. I've got my. What's that in freedom units again? I don't know. More than a person. More than more than a tall okay. basketballer in length. Meters two feet. For Americans, it is uh, six and a half feet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and probably two and a half feet wide, right? So it's narrow, right? Um, but long. Yeah. I have my Surface tablet set up to, you know, have uh, notes and access to the stat blocks. I have printouts handed of notes that I can give to the players. I have my dice. I've got not one but two notebooks. One I've got set aside just for notes on the players, and one I've got. Uh, prepped notes for like random encounters that i've pre-rolled for they give you like a table like roll a d12 and a d8 and see what you land on and if they come across an encounter that'll be it so i'm just okay good excellent good preparation just doing that in advance yeah yeah Uh, sounds like you have everything uh taken care of i say from my perspective of someone who's never done dnd um well as someone who's never run dnd i certainly hope so yeah i mean you've played it enough to know what's required i feel like um yeah but i've always uh played online right and so the maps and stuff are always there and available to the players right right um so they could like literally see it and toy with it and stuff and i don't know yeah, so different having it on a TV and just kind of visible to mm-hmm. everybody all the time, but not right. fiddle. Yeah, yeah, because like I have a grid board, right? Like a battle map grid, but it's just blank. If I wanted to put a like a proper map on it, I'd need like Lego or something to build it out of. So having it on the TV, um, it won't be interactable um, with okay. where the like the players are for battles. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which, true, true. I, I mean, I'm hoping. To get something to solve that problem. That way it's not like all our battles are... You guys are lined up on that side of the board. All the bad guys are lined up on the other. And fight. And then you charge at each yeah. other. Yeah. Or like... Mm-hmm. I might say that like there are trees and it's like a narrow pass. And so they can't really like line up and get a good... You know, running charge at them. So it's not quite like a battle. Yeah. But you know. Or you can be in a cave or... Yeah. It's hard to see around corners. Yeah. 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 There'll be stuff. Totally. Mm. Well, good. I hope it goes well. When's your first session? In about five hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're, hmm. 
Hmm. All right. So let us know how that goes next time we record the podcast. I will. Or maybe on Twitter. Maybe on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. You can follow Somicron on Twitter at AT Somicron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Links in the show notes. He will not overwhelm you with tweets, and that's a good thing. I, I think. might underwhelm you with the amount of tweets I do. Yes, but I think too few rather than too many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I follow both types of accounts, right? There's some accounts that tweet 18 times a day, and you know, some of those are like, this is too much. Some of those are like, wow, this is all really good stuff, but... The accounts where it's like, oh, this person tweeted and it's been three days and it's always gold. Like, okay, that's cool. That's just something to look forward to. I don't know. I mean, yeah, from my perspective, like this is more of a YouTube thing for me where I post every single day versus I do follow YouTube channels that post once every you know, couple times a month. And I'm just mm-hmm. stoked to see their videos. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've kind of thought about maybe cutting back a little bit on how much I post. But then I don't know. It's it's a mess, is what it is. It's hard to know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's Twitter for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The internet is a confusing and strange place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I also got, I think, just about everything well, while we're on the t- Twitter. I think I got almost everything yeah. else on my to-do list done as well. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Almost. Productive day. Tiring day. But those are good days, yeah. I think. Yeah. Maybe I'll, t- I'll squeeze in Definitely a Definitely some of the best sleep. Yeah. Try to squeeze in a nap. Feels nice because you got a lot of stuff done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Some of the best sleeps I've ever had are after a day where I got a lot of stuff done. You just feel productive and like you contributed in some way to something. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's yes. good. Yeah. Some some days feel less like that than others. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Anywho. So I do have a complaint I want to bring up today. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of redoing a new game plus replay of The Witcher 3. Okay. And uh, I like it. It's tons of fun. Again, I think they did a lot of stuff right. But one thing that CD Projekt Red really nailed is atmosphere. They just do weather and sounds like you're in the forest. And now it sounds like you're in a city. And now you've got rain and thunder and lightning. And just atmospherically, it is as immersive as any game I've ever played that way. They just nailed it. And that's one of the things that I love. Okay. Uh, World of Warcraft did a pretty good job with it, too, with the atmosphere, but I think CD Projekt Red really nailed it in Witcher 3, just above and beyond. Okay. One thing that makes me feel non-immersed is the reuse of facial models on so many of their characters. Okay. Now, look, I understand maybe taking the time to craft a perfect face model for every single NPC that Geralt ever, or Geralt ever talks to is maybe a lot of time. I don't know, man. <laughs> Almost so. But, like, can't you just... <laughs> Can't you just hit randomize? Can't you just be like, randomize? And then you'd look through them all real quick. If any of them look like they're, you know, inbred or something, sure, let's tweak that. But I can't imagine most of them would not just be fine. These are not supposed to be attractive people. These are random folk who live in medieval times in freaking Poland or wherever this is. (laughs) Right? You don't need to make them look incredible. You can make them look weird, and it's totally fine. But what takes me out of the game is, huh... This guy working in this inn has the exact same face as this ruffian who's trying to hit me up for a coin 400 miles away. It's dumb. Well, they might just be brothers. You know, some people look no, the same no, no, as no. other people. These are, these are not Maybe brothers. Th- these are literally down to the twins. wrinkles on their face. <laughs> the same person. How do you know it's not the same person? That's a fair point. <laughs> 
No, okay. Suppose someone could be running an inn in Velen and also being a brigand in Skellige at the exact same time. Well, it's what I, heck of a commute. I mean, to be fair, you are not in the, the inn and in Skellige at the same time. How, like, what makes them have to be at the same time? That's what I just said. You could totally yeah. do it. It'd be a crazy commute, but, you know, in this economy, you got to do what you have to it, do. It's not that crazy commute. It's the same commute Jirel took to get to both of those places. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's totally doable. Totally doable. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But, but the, I mean, again, if it was one example, okay. <laughs> but, it's, but it's all the time. It's lots of people, yeah. It's all the time. Um, yeah, I just actually did a quest where you do this, like, uh, fight club thing. Mm-hmm. Around Novigrad, and, and there's three different people you have to fight. Yeah, I did. Uh, but I mean, it's the Witcher Fight Club, so I don't think it has that. Oh, role. okay. Uh, they actually want people to come compete because oh, okay. it's for money and stuff, and it's not just for the love of fighting. Is this the one um, where you have to like fight a bunch of people to win a woman's yeah. uh, affection because she'll only fight men that can beat her? Uh, she'll only like mm-hmm. marry men that can beat her. That might be what it is in Skellige, but in Novigrad, it's just like have some cash. Oh, okay. So in Novigrad, they have these fight organizers and promoters mm-hmm. in each of the areas, right? So this guy, you come, you talk to the fight organizer, and then he's like, how much do you want to bet? And then you put money on yourself, and then you win because it's easy, and then you get your money back, and then some. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there are three fight promoters in Novigrad, and two of the three have the same face. <laughs> they have different <laughs> names. It's like, my name is Brigand. And it's like, oh, yes, hello, nice to meet you. My name is Simon. You What? <laughs> How? But do you? Anyway, maybe it's he dumb. maybe he has multiple personalities. <laughs> maybe he ran on foot all the way across town while I was on my horse and well, no, beat me there somehow. No, no, no. When you once you finished the first fight, he left. Right? He got a head start on you. That's all. And, uh, he was still standing there when I left. That so d- maybe he waited until I was gone and then took off. That was an after image. He's moving so fast he leaves after images. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a yeah. Saitama thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speedo sound sonic <laughs> style maneuvers. Speed, speedo sound sonic, yeah. He's the best. <laughs> anyway. So it's just of all, I don't know. I mean, right? Like every Mass Effect game you've ever played, Skyrim does this, Fallout does this, hit randomize. And it's like, hey, here's a face. No, it's the, fine. I've done this before. You click randomize 18 times. They're all fine. None of them are <laughs> like, wow, that's a mutant. Right, right. But I, I also don't think it's a problem that if two people share the same face <laughs> a couple times. Right? I think that's a easy way to save space on like, well, yeah. I would say on the disk, but no disks, not really relevant anymore. But uh-uh. people's it's computers not. can still only load so much data at once, right? There is no way if they did this, it would add more than like 20 megabytes of information to the download. There's no way. I mean, you don't know that. I do. <laughs> not <It's>... if, <laughs> like, if, here's the thing. If they went through and individually gave every person a unique face, that's the same as making a bunch of random subsets and then randomizing them because they still need to all be unique, right? So if they, yeah. so that would like, if you had four hundred NPCs in your game, that's four hundred more faces. At what resolution are you rendering them? That's a lot of um, polygons to render. No, I don't think it is. I think it is because it's not like you're, you're. It's just it's um it's just it's, settings and a face randomizer, right? 
It's like a bunch of ones and zeros. It's like, what are the eyebrows? <laughs> Six. What are the eyes? 18. You know, what's the cheekbones? 47. That's it. You're just storing a set of random digits. Uh, You're not actually having to store the models. Just when you build them, when Geralt comes into town... And you're building it as he comes into town. You're just like, hey, what number is this person's face? Bam, here it is, done. Mm. That's just processing on the fly. I don't think that has to be right, stored but, in the computer's but if download. You, but if you're randomizing them on the fly, you can still end up with two people with the same thing unless you have a very large database of which to pull from. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying randomize them on the fly. I'm you, saying you randomize them beforehand, you make sure they all look okay. And then you just store those digits as the numbers, as the combination of numbers right. that is this But those numbers face. have to equal to something, right? You have to, like, number six eyebrows still has to be, you still need six, the number six eyebrows. Yeah. Right? They're so, doing that now. Y- yes, but they're sharing them between different NPCs. Yeah. And they're doing that now, too. You, I'm not saying no one can have the same eyebrows. I'm saying it sounds like you are. The same combination of eyebrows, eyes, hair, ears, nose, mouth, cheekbones neck and eye color right like but i just don't want that right but if you want to properly randomize it you need to have a large enough variance that you don't get people who have the same eyes and eyebrows but a different nose yeah right that's what i said you can go all the way up to like 65 as the, the different types of eye colors and if everything is 65 that is a heck of a lot of combinations in your world yes and they didn't want to put a heck of a lot of work into doing that for a, such a minor detail that they didn't think was necessary. You know how minor it is? I brought it up on the podcast. That's how minor it is. Congratulations. I'm going to Google this. Witcher face randomization. I don't think that's a legitimate. Face redundancy in The Witcher 3. I've seen a lot of um, mods for The Witcher 3 where it's like you could put Henry Cavill's The Witcher face <laughs> on Geralt, and I've also seen one that's uh, Nicholas Cage because they, people make Nicholas Cage everything. Of course, there is. I saw someone who managed to import Siri into the Geralt model, so he just plays her the whole game. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. So I mean, just there's threads here from back in 2015. It gets tedious seeing the same NPCs over and over and over and over. It's bad. This is not like I've noticed it twice in my playthrough. It's. Like, the merchants all look the same. It's just, I don't know. It's annoying. It's okay. annoying. That's okay. all. Yep. So maybe yep. I just need some mods. Maybe I just need to get some Witcher mods where it's like, hey, here's a bunch of faces. Have fun. Sure. <sighs> Otherwise, fantastic. Really great game. <laughs> Zero immersion, though. Literally unplayable. Correct. Okay. Pointy elbows. Mm-hmm. Pointy mm. elbows. Do I have pointy elbows in The Witcher? Is that what? Is that a thing? No, that's a Reddit thing. Okay. Like some or sometimes somebody will post a picture of whatever, and there's a girl in it, and someone's like, "Man, they're hot." And the response is always going to be like, "Yeah, but the elbows are pointy." <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give her a two. <laughs> right. Okay. Is jokes. Yeah. Pointy Fair elbows. Enough. Fair enough. Ruins all. Ruins everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can confirm. Also, I had a thought replaying The Witcher as it relates to the TV show. Mm. So Geralt in the TV show, his hair is dry and stringy, and it kind of looks like it hurts a little bit. Have you noticed that? No. Okay. It's like dry and kind of gross and stringy and weird. And the Geralt in the games has like flowing hair, and it looks like it's moderately taken care of on some level, and it actually moves 
instead of the like super straight cornstalk, whatever wig they've got on uh, Henry Cavill there. So the wig is not as bad as the initial one that they put out for the screen test that somehow got leaked and looked like hot garbage. That <laughs> looked like a costume store wig. And this one at least looks real for the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. But it just, I don't know, it just looks... It's not the hair. It's not the hair from what I want from the game. And that is an argument that is all over the place on the internets, is people who are like, it's not based on the game, it's based on the book. Stop comparing the Witcher 3 video game to the TV show because they're not the same thing. But you know what? I'm going to make connections, and a lot of people are going to make connections, and you can't do anything about it. So, the end. All right. (laughs) Rant, rant, rant. Series like 12 in the TV show. Yeah. But no, I know it's not the same timeline. Right. I'm just saying Gerald maybe decides to take care of his hair later after he's had, like, Yennefer and Siri around. Well, if you look at the Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 video games, it's the same thing. The hair looks... Right, but it's not based on those. <laughs> <laughs> it's closer in the... T- Whatever. It's fine. I don't know if the author... I need to read the books. I'm not sure if the author gets into the quality of Geralt's hair at all in the early novels. I somehow doubt he doesn't. Uh, or doubt he does. So... You never know. Fair points. Read the books. Fair points out. all around. <laughs> I know. I should read the books. Although one of the things that's interesting is people do talk about how the um, how the books there are hardly any monsters around at all. Okay. I think we talked about this in our Witcher episode, and that just blows my mind. Is that the Witcher is in a world where monsters there are two of them per book, right? Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. But in the video game, that'd be a crap video game if it was like, there are two monsters every, I don't know, what, 16 hours? Right, yeah, yeah. It's very different between narrative and mechanic, yeah. It is. And so when I first played through the game, there are these people who are like, oh, it's a witcher. He's a relic of a bygone era. Who really needs these anymore? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I killed three (laughs) Leshens today. What are you talking about? But then mm-hmm. it's based on the books enough to where it's like, oh, that's where they're coming from. If you have that perspective, then yeah, sure. I'm sure every village girl goes to, they're like, oh, this guy again. I haven't mm. seen a monster in 18 years, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Does. So that was nice. Little perspective is a little handy. That's good. I'm glad. But I got to say, it's just it's so much more fun when there are monsters in every possible corner. And seriously, driving or riding through the forests, your odds of coming upon some kind of dragon or leshen or something are pretty high. Mm-hmm. My housemate's been playing it, uh, so every now and then I'll look over and I'll see him do, like playing Gwent or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which I do not play Gwent. I think I've told this story a bunch. You don't play it? You don't play Gwent at all in your playthroughs? Not a teeniest or tiniest of bits. Why? They did the tutorial and I was like, hmm, whatever, don't care. And then I never, ever, ever played it. And there was a quest in there where it's like, oh, these evil hooligans have this guy captured and you need to beat their leader in a game of Gwent to get him free. And I was like, ooh, sorry, <laughs> guy. Guess you're dead. And he uh, was. <laughs> I felt kind of bad about it. Okay. Because <laughs> I am so bad. Well, I, I think mean, part of the I mean, part of the problem is there's this uh, kind of subversion of traditional games where the best way to win is just to kind of give up the first round. It's a three round kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just give up the first round, you're much more likely to win the whole thing. But I'm like, 
I gotta win. I gotta play <laughs> stuff now. Just like forfeiting an entire round seems like a terrible idea, but it's the right way to go. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I think they actually had to because Gwent's now a playable card game, like yes. Hearthstone, standalone yep. playable card game, I should say. And I remember that they, uh, I saw like articles them talking about having to change some aspects because both players would try to throw the first round. Right. Yeah, so they had to change something about it. I don't know how so it works like... now, but... <laughs> I'm not even sure how that works. Just everybody passes every turn on the first round. And so it's like, why do we even have a first round? <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because the NPCs will play stuff because they're mm-hmm. idiots, apparently. Yep, because they're AI. Yeah. But um, I never got into it. I understand a lot of people super love it, but like I don't, I'm not one of those people that get into the mini games and the games that I'm playing. I like to play the game. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that, that's fair. Yeah. And there's only one, only room for one card game in my life, and that is Hearthstone. I thought you were going to say Yu Gi Oh! I'm disappointed. Uh, yeah. Not <laughs> Yu Gi Oh! Definitely not Yu Gi Oh! I mean, the funny thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! is if you watch the show, it doesn't teach you anything about playing the game at all. <laughs> yes. Like I've, read a f- I've read a few stories from kids who were like, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! for two years in elementary school, and then I finally got a deck, and I was trying to play with these kids, and they were like, that's not how you do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything they learned was wrong, and it just made me so sad. As someone who has watched the imagine? show for a very long time, and also played for a very long time in high school yeah. and uh, primary school... Yes, I can imagine exactly how that goes. <laughs> yeah. It just I feel bad for the kids who are like, I know how to do this. I'm going to be a Yu-Gi-Oh! champion. And then they get into the world and it's like, you know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might mm-hmm. as well know nothing about the game at all. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I love it. They get yeah. sent to the Shadow Realm immediately. Yeah. They don't much. believe in the heart of the cards. Right. Tragedy. Yeah. They're out there playing their stone giants and giant uh, beavers. <laughs> and I'm out here with my general being like, come on, man. <laughs> such, oh my gosh. That's such a, such a great show. It's hilarious. Uh, it's a thing. I'll say that. My daughter was into it quite a bit oh, really? for a while there. Like she was watching it every day. So hmm. I'd sit there and watch it with her. And I'm like, why? Why is the CEO of this huge technology company so obsessed <laughs> with beating this eight-year-old at a card game? <laughs> Seto Kaiba, you kind of you're kind of a weirdo, man. You should absolutely watch the uh, uh like the fan dub, the abridged version. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh abridged. Yeah. Really? Because Seto Kaiba is like literally his lines are like I can summon three blue eyes white dragons in a single turn. Fuck the rules. I've got money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's how I understand the game is played. From uh-huh. what I've seen. <laughs> He's he's really good. I I, I love, I I can never uh, decide what I like more: the abridged Yu-Gi-Oh or the abridged Dragon Ball Z. I've heard good things about abridged Dragon Ball, but I don't have any context for that one, so I don't think I'd enjoy it as much. I don't think you need context. It's just like okay. space aliens uh, that are super good at martial arts and can like have like super strength come to Earth. That's basically it. Okay. I mean, I just feel like. These abridged things, at some level, require some knowledge of the thing they're abridging? Uh, You're telling me no. Yes and no, right? Like, a proper abridgment will 
you know, you you can enjoy it as standalone. You don't need to have seen the original. Because theoretically jokes are always funny, right? That it shouldn't be it shouldn't lean too heavily on the original work. Yeah, for sure. It, you don't have to, but it gives you an additional level of enjoyment if you have, I think. Yeah, yes, of course. But it's not required. That's fair. You don't need to have seen the first episode of Dragon Ball Z to see a guy f- fly from space, right? Well, I think his spaceship crashes or something, or it lands. And then see a, a farmer being like, oh, watch that. I should do the smart thing that any God-fearing American would do. Get my gun, right? <laughs> and then run at the, uh, you know, the alien and try and shoot it with his gun, to which the alien catches the bullet, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. As they would do. Mm-hmm. As they would do. All right. Like, you don't need to have seen the actual show to know what's going on there. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. It's very fair. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll check out some Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, then maybe some Dragon Ball mm-hmm. abridged. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a solid plan. <laughs> do you have time for that? Like, what's your list look no, like at the moment? No, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> uh, oh, man, the list. This keeps getting bigger. Why do people give me stuff to watch? It's not nice of them. Don't worry, I'm about to give you stuff to watch. I will. I will. I will not listen. <laughs> that, All right. That's fair. So I still want to try to find the Cowboy Bebop movie with uh, subs. Okay. Because I found a dub, but it's like I watched the whole show sub. This is weird. I can't watch it. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um. Uh, still need to try Devil as a part timer. Uh, Alchemy in Discord said I should watch the movie called Your Name. And I've, I've recommended that to you before, and I'm a little annoyed you didn't put it on your list then. You have? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's such a generic name I totally forgot. It is really generic. Uh, right? In English it is, in Japanese it's yeah. not. Um, oh, that's fine. Like, I actually watched a video on this, uh, like one of the English you, Jap- English slash Japanese YouTubers talking about how the word your isn't really used in Japan a lot. It's very, like, formal in some cases, and even then it's not used. Like, mm. I wouldn't just say, oh, what's your job? I would say, Falcon, what do you do? Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just I would always use the name instead. Yeah. I did I, I did recommend it, but I, uh, not heavily, because I don't think you'll love it. Oh, Yeah. okay. Yeah, I just don't think it's up your alley. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then I'm currently trying to get th- through Fleabag, which is easy because it's like six episode seasons. Mm-hmm. And like 22 minute episodes. That's not a huge deal. Okay. Um, I started three new anime last week. Holy smokes. Okay. So the first one is called Plunderer. All right. Seems to be a fantasy uh well actually i don't know how like it's like medieval times but it seems to be humans um everyone has a number on them and depending on what like their thing is what it's counting towards it goes up or down and when it goes to zero you get pulled into the abyss by like spectral hands oh so it's like uh it's the movie is it just called time i have not heard of it it's um it's olivia wilde and justin timberlake and what is it called? But uh, in time, 
End time. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. Sorry, but this movie, everybody has a like oh, counter. Yeah, yeah. That, we that's talked the, about this. No, I don't think we talked about this. Um, oh. But basically, they can like trade the point, like the t- the number that they have for like more life or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This one they isn't can... doesn't isn't representative of their life. So but getting a... pulled down into the shadow realm kind of seems like death. I don't know. Right, but you don't. You don't uh, like if you, you you can be stabbed and have a high number. It's not an indication of how much time you have left. Like the, yeah, yeah. the main protagonist, her number goes up uh, based on how far she's walked. All Is right. that the same for everybody? No, it's different for everyone. Everyone's unique. There's oh. another character whose number goes up every time a customer compliments her cooking. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I gotcha. So, so everyone's working towards a different thing. Otherwise, death. <laughs> Otherwise, is death everybody pretty public about what makes their numbers go up? Uh, some people are. Some people aren't. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. But all I could think about while watching this show was, my God, it's the StarCraft community and our MMRs. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> everyone's obsessed with their numbers. <laughs> yeah. Except in the case where everyone's MMR goes up and down for the same reasons. But mm. yeah, basic concept, pretty much the same. So that, that shows, uh, I would say, on the bottom tier of my list of what I want to watch. Is Dr. Stone over? Yes, Dr. Stone is over, and that is really good. I can't wait for um, it to come back. Now that it's over, my, I might just have to sit down and do it. Uh, it's on I my re- list. I recommend. Yes. And it is easier. I mean, I, I usually hate people that say this. They're like, I'm waiting for the season to be over, and then I'll watch all of it. And like, I think that's dumb, but I'll probably do it in this case. Hmm. Um, so I can't remember what this other one was called. Uh, Darwin's Game, right? Okay. So there's this guy who's like a high schooler in Japan, and he gets an, a game invite from a friend of his, and when he accepts it, a snake comes out and bites him. Bad? All right. Right. And then he like passes out and has to go to like the nurse's bay. Turns out Darwin's Game gives him a random evolutionary trait, as it does everyone who's playing the game. And then it random, well not ra- semi-randomly matches users that are nearby to have death battles. Oh wow! And if you PvP win right off the bat, yeah. Uh, so immediately, some guy in like a panda bear costume comes after him with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> As happens all the time in Japan, I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, common occurrence. And so, like. <laughs> The reason people play this app um, is you can get money and, like, random rewards. Like, it has a gacha feature in it. <laughs> you can spend points and open a loot box, basically. Of course. And, microtransactions but, for the win. Right, but he actually got a gun out of it. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah, and so his evolutionary trait is he can create weapons from nothing. Wow. That's a stupid overpowered evolutionary trait. That is, yeah. So it's it's kind of like... Imagine if My Hero Academia quirks were only given out to certain people who played games, played like a mobile game, and then were forced to fight other people to the death. Right. Yeah. Um, the first episode is 40 minutes, which I always like that they do because it really sets a good pace. Um, but then every other episode is now going to be like 24 minutes and feel kind of rushed in comparison. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. So that's like middle tier has my interest a little bit it seems a bit like uh, future diary which is another show about people with phones and having to kill each other in a game yeah we talked about that one on the pod we did um mm-hmm. 
The other last one is Izakai Trash, which I'm unashamed <laughs> going to watch. Because I know it's going to be bad, but I want to watch it anyway. It's a guy gets a VR headset, and it's a virtual world, and he's stupid overpowered, and he gets like a waifu as a companion. It's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's right in the perfect like Venn diagram of fun and dumb. Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, the entire hook and twist on this one is the AI in the game are super lifelike, and he just hates the idea of seeing them die in the world. <laughs> hmm. So, in in the game, if a player dies, they're locked out of the game for 24 hours, which is three days in-game. But because all the AI are super advanced, and it's like a real living world, if you just give up on a quest halfway through, right, like, the, the NPCs just die. And then that's it. And all the quests are random and spontaneous as they occur in the world. Wow. So he just doesn't like the idea that these seemingly lifelike people just die. And that's why he's so determined. That's it. The end. Yeah. I mean, that's realistic, I think. <laughs> I mean, sort of, yeah. Like, I saw a meme today that was all... Uh, I always hit maybe when an app asks me if I want to rate the app instead of saying never. Because I don't want to hurt its feelings. So... Yeah. Same thing. Same thing, kind of. But don't forget, time still passes when you're out of the game. So he yeah. has to sleep at some point, and there goes a day, right? Yeah. They are going to die eventually. And it's they're not real people. what he does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he just needs to get over it. No, I think he's going to rise to the top and be the most powerful fighter in the game and then what? win everything. Yeah. No, that's not how these shows work at all. <laughs> Uh, that would seen be any of these quite shows? a subversion <laughs> you see <laughs> yeah <laughs> what a real plot twist the main character is op oh what amazing ah <sighs> good times good times yeah. good times so that is my quarterly anime wrap-up until Next. my hero academia finishes and then i'll binge that i don't know when that's supposed to be over honestly a uh, couple more months probably it's been fine. Pacing's been kind of garbage, but whatever. It's kind of a my hair academia thing. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing lots of gifts and stuff come out of it. Oh, so what do you know already? Basically everything that's happened. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Spo Spoiler-free experience. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I was spoiled on what the season's arcs were going to be before the season had started, right? From the manga. From Reddit. <laughs> Right? Ah, like, I don't okay. read the manga, but assumedly, yes, it came from the manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it basically, it gave me a real X-Men 3 vibe. Oh, yeah. I can see that now. I didn't have that connection, but now that you say it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes total sense. And I did not like that movie or, like, its direct, like, its story arcs. And I was just, boy, am I not interested in watching that again. I hear you. I hear it. Yeah. Although I am pleased to report that Midori has spent zero time in the hospital this season, which I am most pleased about. That's In hospitals at all? Like, nobody's been to a hospital? He's never had to visit oh, no, no, someone? No. He's been in hospitals, but not because he's almost dead. That's all I care about. <laughs> okay, okay. He's not, he's not been a patient in a hospital. Correct. Okay. Ever since he's gotten the power, it's like every three days he ends up with life-threatening injuries in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So True fact. I just, yeah. My goal for this season was we'll keep it to one and under <laughs> and so far we're doing great so, fair enough so far about a thousand cool yeah 
because he's had some opportunities. We'll just say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I watched. Um, it's an HBO kind of mini mockumentary called Seven Days in Hell. Okay. About a seven-day tennis match, a fictional seven-day tennis match that occurred at Wimbledon, and uh, it's starring Andy Samberg and Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and uh, it's hilarious. It's anyway, it's on HBO, and when I saw that, it one of the characters was Kit Harrington. I think that's his name that plays Jon Snow, and he pretty much plays Jon Snow in that he's kind of like got the hung hang dog, sad look all the time, and he's kind of stupid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's just kind of the look that he has. I'm not sure that he's capable of playing anything else. Maybe I need to see more things that he's performing in because it's very much just John. If Jon Snow was a tennis player. He'd have sad, sad puppy dog eyes all the time. I can get this on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes. It's a pretty quick watch. Uh, is, is definitely mature content for a few <laughs> scenes. But I don't know. I love Andy Samberg. He's hilarious. You got Fred Armisen in there. You got Will Forte in there. It's just a cavalcade of people that I really enjoy watching. So it was a lot of fun. I definitely know those names. I'm not, That's a good definitely not looking them up right now. No, definitely not. So I love Will Forte so much. Did I ever tell you about the show The Last Man on Earth? No. So there's a show that came out on network TV a couple of years ago called The Last Man on Earth, and it starred Will Forte, and I love Will Forte. He's hilarious. And the first episode was just him, like, messing around in America where nobody else is, right? Okay. So he's playing golf in the White House, and he's, like, accidentally setting supermarkets on fire, and he's... Just doing shenanigans, trying to keep himself entertained in a world where nobody else exists. And I would have watched an entire season of The Last Man on Earth where Will Forte just does crazy stuff in an empty country. I would have come back every week. That's how much I love this guy. But no, they had to introduce other people. And So this whole Last Man on Earth thing is a total lie. There's totally other people running around. And it turns into this stupid interpersonal relationship drama where he doesn't get to do any zany stuff anymore. And then I bailed once we reached like eight people and it was all just about like who's pregnant with whose kid. And I was like, this is not what I signed up for at <laughs> all. What has happened to my show? Hard left. It, it sounds like it was almost like Jackass meets Mythbusters meets Real Desperate Housewives. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yes. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, I love Will Forte so much, I would have watched a whole season of a show of him just doing shenanigans, like pushing cars into the Grand Canyon. Absolutely. I'd watch 20 minutes of that with Will Forte. Okay. Fair enough. So, yeah. Fred Armisen is uh, Portlandia, which is a show that I really love. He's in a lot of other stuff. It's not fair to say he's only Portlandia. He was um, SNL for a while, too. Okay. Super talented guy. Really good in this. Just classic Armisen things. Andy Samberg is known for a million things, um, including Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I really like. Mm-hmm. And what's that other? What's that show? I'm spacing so hard. Andy Samberg movies. Stuntman. And it's called Hot Rod. Never heard of it. is a funny, stupid movie with Andy Samberg from 2007. Uh, in this movie, he is trying to raise money to fund his stepfather's heart transplant so that his stepfather will be healthy enough so that Andy can beat him up. 
Okay. <laughs> yep, that's the premise. I like it so much. It is an amazing movie. You should check it out sometime. I will consider it. <laughs> Excellent. Kind of fits in your stupid but entertaining wheelhouse a little bit, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. Although, I, like the isekai genre is real. Uh, yeah, it's very requirement specific. there. Uh, right, for right. me. Yeah, because I, like, I, I'm just like hoping that one day full dive VR uh, comes out because that would be the best way to play video games. Um, oh. And then, so these are all just like different takes on what could be either disasters or people who get like way too into the game, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's just something that I'm interested in. It's not. It's just like a coincidence that all but like two of them are dumb and stupid, and I enjoy them anyway. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fair. Good to know. I wasn't aware. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm also watching the HBO show Outsider, which is a Stephen King kind of adaptation, which I am super wary of because I watched Castle Rock last year, mm-hmm. which was a Stephen King adaptation sort of, and the ending was hot garbage, but I'm willing to be hurt again. So I'm trying this one. The reason I got into it is because I wasn't going to watch it. And then my friend Stuart was like, hey, man, you should watch this. It's got all these writers that you totally love and respect. And look who the director is. And I'm like, oh, you're right. It is good writers and directors. And I do respect these names. And that is generally what makes shows good. Fine. So it's been really good so far. Okay. Basically, the scenario is uh, this guy in kind of a smaller town, current day Midwest probably. A boy turns up dead, and there are eyewitnesses that have him basically dead to rights that he did it. Okay. But then he claims he was out of town at an educational conference 70 miles away on the same day. And the same time that they say this murder happened. Interesting. So the cops arrest him because they're like, no. And then he's like, no, really, I was at this conference. And they finally go dig up, and they find somebody was filming this Q&A he was doing or he was participating in. And so, yeah, they have video evidence. He was 70 miles away during the literal exact time the eyewitnesses have him in the location where the kid was killed with, like, blood all over his clothes. Sounds like the eyewitnesses are lying. Kind of does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But, or, or, or they're mistaken. Could be right. an accident, right? Yeah, totally, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the that's the kind of supernatural aspect of it. And it's been a pretty good hook. Oh, it's supernatural? It's... What's the supernatural aspect? That he was uh, in two places at once? Yeah. Something that could very easily happen to well, strangers who think someone might look like someone else and mistake them for another person. I forgot to mention, they also have him on video in town with blood all over his clothes on the same day. Oh, okay. That makes... So it's video evidence versus video evidence and some eyewitness testimony. Okay. You didn't... Okay. You just Sorry, mentioned eyewitness. I'm like, yeah, eyewitness yeah. testimony. That's very unreliable. <laughs> It is. It totally is. But yeah, they've got okay. like, and the crazy thing is like the version of this guy who they, you know, they've got the evidence he committed a murder is sort of really trying to make sure he's getting caught. Okay. Like he sees, you know, he comes out of the woods covered in blood, like all down his front and his back, the mm-hmm. woods where they find this boy's body. And this little girl sees him coming out of the woods and getting into this van and he sees her. And instead of just like driving away, he drives up to her and has a conversation with her. Like, hmm. just covered in blood. Just right. ridiculously scary. He's like, hey, how's it going? She's like, good. 
like making sure she sees him. And then he goes into a strip club where there are cameras everywhere and asks to use the bathroom so he can clean up because he got a bloody nose. And he's just so much blood. And then he goes to the train station, again, where there are cameras, looks directly at the security camera, doesn't buy a ticket, and then goes home. Hmm. It's nuts. And even yeah. the cops are like, why why is he obviously trying to get caught here? This makes no sense. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so it really seems like there's some kind of doppelganger supernatural stuff going on and the guy's innocent. And anyway. You know what that's it where is? It goes. You know what it is? Um, aliens? It's time travel. It's just time travel. Oh, it's time. He's got a time machine. Yeah, that, that's all it is. He's going to get back in time like, and murder those people. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use my time machine to murder little kids. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. Dude, that would actually be a pretty good fictional something, like a book. Like some guy invents time travel and then solely uses it to murder people. Uh-huh. But um, and get away with timelines, you know, all that yeah. crazy yeah. doodacks that you love. Yes, it mm -hmm. for sure would. But um, I don't know. It's a, def a decent, decent hook, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good premise. It's a good, like, opening. It's a good blurb, right? Yeah. <laughs> Needs a little something more to it. Probably. I think. I mean, and then you can just do the standard stuff of, oh, no, the time-space continuum is getting wibbly-wobbly because he's screwing with it so much and blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can, but there are tons of things that have, you know, done the whole time you wimey stuff, right? Like, there's nothing really unique. Like, the unique part no. about that is... I'm going back in time to murder kids. Is it for a reason? Yeah. Do they grow up to be monsters? What's going on? He just or wants is, to murder kids and get away with it. Or does he just want to murder kids and get away with it? Yeah. I think yeah. that's more interesting, honestly. It, pro it probably is. But, I mean, someone who wants to murder kids and get away with it, you don't need time travel for. Uh, I don't know, man. The way technology is these days, I think it's hard to get away with it. No? No. I think it could be done if someone was, like, seriously committed to the idea suppose right because it depends on how many cameras are in the area you're doing stuff mm -hmm. it, like here's the thing nobody said they had to like murder children in the middle of new york right they could be going to yeah. a tiny village somewhere in africa where there are no cameras right i think that happens all the time so that might be an interesting story actually that might be an interesting story and then you could have like uh, the international community has figured out that there's like someone who's like tourists are going over on murdering sprees or maybe it's just one guy or a group of people right then you have yeah reason for uh investigators from other places to and travel it would be here. like incredibly hard to track because there's all these different countries involved both of the perpetrators and where it's happening and mm -hmm. it's a huge governmental mess and people won't give you permission to investigate in their country because they don't want the bad press Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, then you get in there and you don't speak the language and the translator they gives you is like a rookie because they don't still don't want you to do there even though they'll force to give you permission. Ooh, ooh. We should make this show. <laughs> we should make it right now. I'll get my camera, you get the axe. Wait, what? <laughs> Why do I have to get the axe? Because <laughs> I don't own one. Oh, good point. Yeah. Axe it is. Oh, you can get your shovel. I don't know. Uh, yeah, shovel's easier. Let's do that. Mm. Okay. Did you see the uh, the blizzard that hit Newfoundland in Canada? Yes. And the it's people like... who had to dig like four feet of snow off the top of their car. Yeah. It's like, here's my driveway. It is 
a corridor. I couldn't shovel the whole thing, so I made a little sidewalk-sized corridor for me to walk through to my front door. Mm-hmm. That's all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the videos of people rolling up their garage door, and it's just a wall of snow. Yeah, or opening their front door, and it's just like snow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think... Like, I actually think that would be a lot of fun to do once. I wouldn't want to, like, wake up every Tuesday and have it be like that. Because how would you ever, like, get to work on a regular basis? You wouldn't. Yeah. But having, like, being, like, calling up and being like, hey, yeah, I can't come into work. My entire house is under snow. I think that would be fun. (laughs) Well, and, I mean, provided you didn't live super far away, your boss would be like, yeah, everybody's buried. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But some of those stories where it's like, here is a frozen snowscape. Mm-hmm. Oh, and look, over there, there's you can kind of see the roofs of the homes. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> How? Yeah. As someone who does live in a place where it snows, that kind of sounds abductly terrifying, but maybe once. I think you're right about that. Well, I think, I think it'd be fun for me once because it yeah. never snows. Very rarely yeah. does it snow, right? Yes, it'd be more uh, interesting for you. Yeah, more unique. I will tell you that shoveling snow is not super awesome Mm -hmm. anyway. I'm aware. Okay. I mean, Mm -hmm. you also feel like it'd be fun to, like, dig a well once in your life. (laughs) Uh, No. No. (laughs) Because I have no practical benefit for a well. If I'm just digging, like, from my front door to the road so I can go places and I don't need a well... (laughs) true you know i have dug things before and it's not fun i understand the physical labor involved that's fair but every time i've ever dug something it's like it's got to be precise to a degree like if you're digging a well you can't be standing in the bottom of the well with your shovel and just throw it to the person like to your left because that's still in the well right you know yeah you have someone with a bucket and yeah lower the bucket and then you put it in and it goes up and it sucks right but when you're just shoveling snow you can just throw it anywhere true well no you can't throw it back on the driveway well no obviously but i'm only clearing a path from my front door to my street right yeah let's not worry about anything else yeah i don't care if it goes on the grass yeah reasonable point yeah but definitely some of those photos i was like oh that looks so, 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 so terrible. Mm-hmm. I saw some people had so much snow, like, between their door and, like, where they were. They couldn't... Because if you start inside the house, you you have to put the first shovel load somewhere, and it can't be on your floor in your house. And so they had filled up their, like, bathtubs and yeah. their sinks, and then they were like, and we still can't get outside anywhere to throw it, <laughs> right? <laughs> That sounds terrible. What if you go upstairs or like if you have an upstairs and just dig down, right? And then just shove the yeah. shovel the snow to the side. Climb out a window, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. That that's provided you have a second story place. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you don't, you're kind of in trouble. I don't know. I'd honestly probably just be like, whatever. I'm not leaving the house for a week. <laughs> that's <laughs> someone else deal with this garbage. <laughs> I think it's a legitimate reason not to go into work is I can't get out my front door, right? Yeah, but wouldn't your bosses just be like, but you can do your work from home. The power of computers. I guess. I don't know the internet does very well when there's that much snow, to be honest. Probably knocks down lines and stuff. Quite possibly, yeah. Gotta bury those cables. Yeah. 
Speaking of the weather, uh, how are the fires in Australia? Are they personally threatening Somicron this week? You know, I, I did try to look up just a moment ago how they were. Um, oh, good. I got distracted and put my tablet down. But oh. we had four days of pretty good rain, so they're letting up. Yep, saw that, saw that. And then um, there was so much rain that some parts in Queensland uh, Queensland uh, flooded. <laughs> Okay. Good. Yeah. Yep. Maybe too much rain. It's fine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then the bushfires kind of came back, and we're hitting like the capital. They were kind of getting close around there, around Canberra, and then really, yeah. And then it hailed there. Whoa! I didn't hear about that. Hailed the size of golf balls, breaking uh, lots of trees and cars and windows. Wow. And yeah, torrential hail. Is hail good at fighting fires? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, kind of eventually once it melts, but from an impact standpoint, no. I mean, no, not from an impact standpoint, but like you're still dropping water on fire, which is pretty good. Yes, it's better than not. Yeah, for sure. So it's getting worse then? Uh, I don't know. It's getting <laughs> like, I don't know. It depends. Do you prefer burning to death or being stoned to death by ice? Right? Like, uh, Probably the ice. Honestly, getting burned to death is real bad. Not interested in that at all. To be fair, I think with the burning to death, you'd probably die of smoke inhalation before the fire really consumes you. Fair, 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 fair. But like, I feel like the hail, a sufficient, like, sufficiently strong hit to the head just knocks me unconscious, and then from there it's over. Right, but an insufficiently knocked to the head leaves you lying on the ground feeling all the hail. True. <laughs> As you slowly die to death one punch at a time so you just gotta get lucky is what we're saying (laughs) (laughs) i mean you could just i don't know stay inside true can't do that in the fire i suppose that's generally my plan is just stay inside until everything uh goes away it's very much a Shaun of the dead move oh yeah yeah i know that move stay inside what is it drink a pipe wait for this to blow over yeah so i'm trying to find you a good video uh, of the hail but if you basically just uh, YouTube Canberra Hail, there's like a thousand videos. I believe it. Huge hail batters Canberra as severe thunderstorms hit southeastern Australia. Holy crap, that's a good photo. It's just like piles of hail. Yeah. You guys do not do anything by half measures. <laughs> You're like, we're going to hail. And it was like, yeah, we know what hail is. It's like, here's three feet of hail. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, then. The country that gave us 87 new species of things that can kill us. We do a lot of stuff by half measures. Weather is not one of them. No. Killing birds out there. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Looks like snow there's so much. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, someone tweets. Happy birthday, Val. 30 minutes ago, it was 30 degrees Celsius and sunny. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting this. <laughs> oh, no, they're trying to have an outdoor barbecue. That sucks. <laughs> Oh, it's taking out people's windows on their cars. Mm-hmm. What a month for you guys. Oh, and there was a huge dust storm in Narromine. You know where mm-hmm. that is? Uh, where did you say it was? Narromine? Mm. Narromine? N-A-R-R-O-M-I-N-E? No, I don't know where that is. Okay. That video is amazing, though. Oh, it's out by Dubbo. 250 miles northwest of Sydney. Dude, incoming dust storms are one of the scariest things. It's just like a wall of blarp. We're going to yeah. engulf you now. 
It looks like something out of Mad Max. Yeah. No, it totally does. I think they call them like haboobs in the Middle East. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, haboobs. Okay. Uh, crazy dust storms. They call them. I guess they call them that in Arizona too. But um. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time to wrap up. Unless there's anything oh, else you want to cover? Oh, you skipping sports ball? Yeah, it's fine. Got the Super Bowl coming up. We'll talk about that later. You don't want to talk about it now? It's going to be a good Super Bowl. Who's playing? That's it. It's going to be the 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. One of those was playing last year, weren't they? The 49ers? Was that the year uh, before? No. Chiefs. 49ers have been good for a while. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs made the Super Bowl, I think. I tried. I'm done. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Close enough. I mean, the good thing about the Super Bowl is sometimes a team will sneak in that didn't really have a good season and just kind of got lucky over the playoffs. But mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. these teams were two of the best teams in the year. So I think it's going to be a good Super Bowl. Going to be close. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, it's going to be it from us this week. Thanks for hanging out for another hour of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Please check out the Patreon page if you're interested in supporting the podcast directly and the merch store if you want some Falcon Paladin merch or the Falcon Paladin Hour merch. Link in the show notes. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us this week. And you take care of yourself.